Celebrity, go ahead, homie, envy me. We do what ballers do, big pimping and spinning cheese. I'm known up on these streets for wrecking on killer beats. Ballers in my nature, traced all through my pedigree. Knowing you shining when you got foes and no friends, it's okay. I tell my problems to this stack of Benjamins, man. To the JFAS show. Yeah, yeah, get y'all beefing and bring y'all back here. Chris <laughs> Crib. You know, if you can't. We'll talk ju- about that later on behind the music when we're like 80. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened with Chris Crib? Well, Ever I had since, an interview. It was that day we went to JFAS. <laughs> that I, was the day. I get the blame for, for Too Raw and uh, uh, Clever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm recording right now, by the way, so you might want got something to nah, say, you know. Yo, it don't matter, nigga. My whole I get recorded. Everything I say gets recorded these days. Nah, but I don't put it out. So I, <laughs> I'm just fucking with y'all. Shit, man. All right, well, shit, let's get started. <clears throat> and welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Jay Vaz, and you're watching the Jay Vaz Show, music and entertainment at its finest. We got a I don't know if I should call you a returning guest, because we had you here previously, but it was kind of a short clip. Uh, which I, I I really like what you said. That's why I kind of forced it out there. But uh, you guys know the face, Mister Hate Approve, Mister uh, uh, what was it, Black Star, Criminologist in the building. But before we get you there, make sure you follow us on all the social media pages at the JVAS Show. Check out the website thejvazshow.com. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, and you can find all of those links on the description of the podcast. And shit, as we said, you know what though, and. <laughs> my fucking battery's about to die. I was gonna tell you too that that was the best interview I ever did in my whole life, nigga. And, yeah. I, and I, you didn't even put it out. Oh, uh, <laughs> hey, we, hey. I never have, never. Nobody never asked me that entire like story. Like I never told it all like the way I told it with you. Like that was the best storytelling hey. I ever did, nigga. Well, you know what? We I should have p- had a can right there so I could spit while I talk. Like we. You know? <laughs> I was killing that shit like an old white man, bro. You ain't even and this shit ain't even go down in history, my nigga. Uh. You know what? We're going to put it out. <laughs> now that you say it like that, we're going we gonna to go ahead and release it then. Because it was just my audio that was off. Uh, we're still recording audio, by the way. So that's a good clip. <laughs> that's a good clip. <laughs> uh, like I said, nigga, my life is a podcast. Everything I talk about goes on. Some, somebody knows everything, I think. You know what I mean? I think that's how, that's that's the that's the, the gold in it, though, bro, is being transparent. Niggas like to hear somebody say whatever the hell's on their mind. Yeah. And you know what I mean? You can't be scared and, and expect to get people to listen to you. You have to say what the fuck you want to say and 
sometimes people are not gonna like you, and sometimes they are, but you're gonna drag in people to fuck with you. Yeah. You know? The weak are never remembered. The ones that don't give a fuck are always remembered. You gotta make people uncomfortable. Yes, sir. You don't make people feel uncomfortable, you know what I'm saying? It, it, you got to get out the comfort zone if you want to grow. In a scale of one to ten, how good you think Mr. Never Die is? <laughs> well, ten, but like ten being the highest or ten being the lowest? Uh, ten, ten being the lowest. <laughs> Flip ten it upside down lowest. and then take that lowest, take what I said off and make it sound bad. <laughs> but shit. Well, I, well, to be totally honest with you, I don't listen to hip hop music. Oh so no! I don't. I I've never heard of this. Never die. We're, we're <laughs> <laughs> never heard of this person you speak of. Uh, start getting all complicated. I don't know what yeah. that's his name is because we all have to die. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not a blood or a crip. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on out there. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! <laughs> so this this, this was kind of like a little behind the scenes. We're gonna go ahead and put this out. Um, so yeah, man. Before before we cut off here, before we we got on here. Uh, like we said we had you previously on the show, mm-hmm. um, and I want to get started with bringing a topic that we had on there and go a little deeper into it, okay. uh, and then we'll talk about your history and stuff, because I, uh, I did have people hitting me up on YouTube that they wanted criminology on here, so obviously we, we, we're making it happen. Mm. Um, so first, let's go back to that clip that we put out. Right. Hey, motherfuckers, like, we, bitch, you put it out. What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't even know it was coming. Yeah, um, I know. I know. I know. Probably a lot of people that agree or disagree, but you know, go go ahead. But I, <clears throat> I just, I feel like you're feeding me this shit now because ever since we talked about mm-hmm. this, I see it more and more, and I feel like it's more important to talk about it to bring it up. Right. So, so if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, which you probably don't, you're probably like, what the fuck, man? Just get to the point. We're talking about how you mentioned Hispanic artists do not have their own voice in in hip hop or just in general. Right. Uh, and you were saying how basically um, all we do is bite the, I don't want to say something you didn't say. So now I got to think, truck, go back and remember exactly how you said it. Uh, I said that we, we I, I, if, if, I, if it's what you're talking about, I said that we don't have our own culture. We, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I was telling you that Hispanics from LA, the way they are, that's, the Hispanic Latin culture, that's what it is. Yeah. But then in Houston, you come to Texas and Mexicans, we're trying to be more a part of the black culture, but we don't have our own. You know what I'm saying? Which is, that's not a, like I said, that was not never a knock against, yeah, come on, hip hop. You, you know mad over there because he's a black? <laughs> nah, <laughs> not on, hey, and I don't mean it in a disrespectful <laughs> way, right? Right, I don't. But what I mean is, is that, that, is that we have our culture too and we don't, we, we don't, uh, express it like we should, and then so then it goes, it goes like uh, like uh, I guess like we don't have our own identity, man. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. You know and, what I mean? And I feel like ever since we had this conversation, man, I it, it, it hashtag woke me up. It woke me up, man, because you're you're right. I see it and see it more every day. Uh, yeah. The other day, and and this is not just Hispanic culture, but the other day I sent you, I think it was yesterday I sent you a clip when they were talking about slowed and reverbed. Oh, yeah, I remember. And it's screwed and chopped. Yeah. But motherfuckers just go and change it to slowed and reverbed, and it's not even, 
they don't give credit where credit is due, basically. Because they're going to rewrite history, bro. They always do it. They're going to rewrite history and make it the way they want to make it. And nobody's ever going to test it because they're all youngsters anyways. And the youngsters don't respect what happened before them. Yeah, because this girl said Slater was the founder of whatever. And I was like, whoa, hold on, man. You know who man. that nigga is. Yeah. You know what, though? But, but, um, but, um. Uh, similar to that, remember when I told you to, similar to kind of just going on the stand on the same subject, but similar to it, remember when I told you to check out the Hip Hop Evolution on YouTube, the Texas yeah. one? Why didn't they mention South Park Mexican in there? You can't go say, you can't talk about Houston and the, the culture in Houston blowing the fuck up and all that and not mention South Park Mexican. South Park Mexican probably outsold most of the fucking dudes that were on that fucking episode. But it's not what? mentioned. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. They rewrite the history how they want to put it. Anybody can do it. Whoever shoots the documentary, whoever puts together the shit, whoever fucking puts... Anybody can push it out to go with what they want you to think. Yeah. It, it don't matter. And nobody's going to research it because the young people don't give a fuck. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about what we did before before they came along. You know what I'm saying? They think they were going to be hot regardless. Nigga, they're wearing 90 shit. Nigga, I've been did that shit you doing right now, nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They want to act so, like it's new swag. Yeah. It's like they do that. I'm like, man, I've been doing that. I, we did that already. And then they, my, my kids be thinking I'm lying. Like, what? Oh, this shit's new. I'm like, nigga, nah, that shit. <laughs> dad, not I new. see how you dress, Dad. Yeah, you, you, man. you were not hip. But the point is, is, <laughs> if, is that the, the point of the whole thing is, is that if you let them, they're gonna rewrite history. Yeah, and they're gonna write it with you not in it. Yeah, that's Cause, the point. Because yeah, you're right. That they, they on that uh, Netflix special they did, they didn't bring up. Not once did they even think about. They what, didn't bring up a Hispanic person. No, at period. all. And at that's all. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. For you for you to think that all these black artists in Houston that are the icons that we love, Slim Thug, Bum B, uh, Lil Kiki, you go down the list of all the greats, right? Dude, you know who buys most of this music? Hispanic yeah. people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're big, we're a big part of the market of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, but you know, but we don't we never supported ourselves that way. And and why do you think, man? Because there was another I, I, man. I'm gonna try my best to fix this previous interview because you're right. When Mexicans see another Mexican being Mexican, we make mm -hmm. fun of them. Yeah. Like look at him with his fucking boots and yeah. Look at him fucking Mexican dressed like man. You're dressed like a Mexican. Well, bitch. I am Mexican. Like why? Why? Why do you think we're like that? Like we don't. And not just in that aspect, but in any aspect, Mexicans don't support Mexicans like they should. Because we come from a long line of jealousy and hate. Nigga, everybody's grandma was a motherfucking hater. I don't care who the fuck you are. <laughs> if you have a Mexican grandma, she hated everybody. Nigga, she hated everybody in the hood. She hated everybody that came by. All your homeboys that came by. She hated, you know what I'm saying? They were the most fucking, yeah, dog, you be lying. Nobody's more racist than a Mexican grandma. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You feel me? So that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, it's like you come from a long line of nothing but jealousy and hate, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm just keeping it real. Hispanic people come from a long line of jealousy and haters. Like, yeah. You know, like you got an uncle that talk shit. You got the the fucking the dad don't ever want to give you props, nigga. You got shit going on. Nigga. Look at you all educated yeah. and stuff. Like it's a bad thing. Exactly. Oh, you like, going to college? <laughs> like, what, what? Yeah, yeah, it's true. So it's like it, like we come from a long line of uh, we don't want to see each other win. Yeah. And even though if we do it subtle like, with family and shit, we do it subtly and we kind of let it slide. Like ah, it's just the way the nigga is. But but dog, it's really on the cool if you look at it from a Mike a lens from another race looking at us. We've been hating on each other forever. Bro, yeah, you feel me? It, not, I'm telling you, nigga, you can be skinny this. in your family, and the whole family calls you gordo, nigga. You ain't yeah. even fat, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you were fat. You know how hard it is to lose this weight. 
Yes. Dog. Oh, and if you're skinny, flaco. <laughs> well, what the fuck? And, and you're so right. This is hey, quick, quick background of my family. I have a nephew, right? Uh, he got a little bit older, got into high school, and he was a little overweight. So he yeah. started losing weight. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying "Good job, you're healthy now" or whatever. Yeah. Ay, te miras bien feo, bien flaco. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> they ain't no winning, bro. Like, I was ugly when I was fat. Now I lose weight and y'all call me ugly? Like, shit, where's the support? <laughs> <laughs> with, with Raza, there's no winning, bro. There is no winning, dog. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The, the, you know what, though? But uh, but to take it to music-wise, like, you know, even though we... That shit, if you let me, we're going to talk stupid shit all day. You know what I'm saying? But the... um the um For instance, I was just talking about this on my show last night. What you call it? Like, like the the ones that are taking over now, that are taking kind of taking over the, the the Latin scene now. Yeah. Like, uh, like we were talking about, like King Little G, like uh, you know what I'm saying, like all these different people that are popping right now. I, I mainly was talking about him because he kind of broke a barrier, right? Because think about this. Remember, okay, remember back in the days, if you're from Texas, you know this, right? So this is real shit. What I'm saying, if we saw uh, rappers from LA and then the way they dressed. We we kind of thought that we weren't really into the, listening to their music. Like we're like, mm, yeah, right. But King Little G kind of broke that because he's not really like Ese Vato type, but he sounds dope. Yeah, he kind of broke the barrier from L.A. is this way, right? Yeah. He's not like that at all. He was like the first I saw that way. Is what I'm trying to. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he did it, and he did it like kind of more so going with what's hot now, but. And that wasn't like that for for the longest. If you if a rapper from was from LA, he was bald. He had a whole bunch of tattoos. He was wearing dickies on the cover. He was had yeah. old the old lowrider cars. He had, and that was the thing, right? And he was the first one that came out that wasn't like that, and that we were like, "Yo, he's this nigga go live. Yeah, and he's dope." And we started fucking with him, and he kind of broke that that where uh, where Mexicans from LA look like this, and Mexicans from Texas look like this, and and he made it to where like Mexicans just look like this. Yeah, he. He did that. I I was saying that last night. You know what I mean? My opinion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then they were saying, well, yeah, what? and then somebody said, well, what about Snow? Because Snow did the same thing. I said, but she's a woman. It's different. It's different. It's different. It is different. Yeah. It is different. It's different with a woman. She's ill. She Off lyrics alone, she's going to go far and she's good. But, you know, so she's dope as fuck. But, you know, but with King Little G, the man filling in the man LA spot, that, was, that's, that wasn't easy. And he did that. He did that, bro. He broke that. He broke that look. That we assume, we always assume LA looks like this. And he broke that shit, bro. He changed it. You know, I was talking I was talking about this last night. You know what I mean? When you said last night, you were talking about Crim's Crib. Right. I recorded an episode last night. Let's talk about Crim's Crib, man. You got a podcast. Yes. And um obviously it's your podcast, Crim's Crib. Right. You got you got a gang of people on there. Mm-hmm. Uh you got Mr. Never Die. Yes. Shouts out to him. I ain't seen him Turn in a while. On. Uh, you got, <laughs> uh, you got uh, Braze and Blaze. Braze and Blaze. And They're pe- both two different people. I didn't say for, the name wrong. For the for for a while before I actually met y'all. Yeah, I thought it was the same person. Braze and Blaze. Yeah, and I That's was like, why I said it. Uh, yeah, I was like, people, <laughs> people saying the name wrong. I say like, it all the time. Like, nigga, why is why are all these y'all's names the same? Yeah. And then I got the other homeboy, Blade. Blade, yeah, yeah. Shouts out to so Blade. Blade, Braze, Blaze. <laughs> Just a bunch of blahs. <laughs> so, um. You were in the podcast game before, and we talked about this even before you started this podcast. Uh, I had posted something on Facebook, and you, and you commented on there how you know, you, like I did it, and you never listened. Well, you, you said something, yeah, yeah. And um, what made what made you want to bring it back? Or, well, what was it called before? Crim's crib. Oh, okay, okay. It was still Crim's crib. Um, um, 
what was the question? Why did I want to bring it back? Yeah, yeah. What made you want to want to bring it back? I don't know, man. Whenever all this quarantine shit started going on and the world was going through all things was going through, it kind of made me realize when it kind of put me in, stopped me and put me in place. It kind of made me realize like that I don't do any creative shit no more. Yeah. Like I don't take, I don't do the creative because I've always had. No matter throughout the years, I wasn't fucking with shit, music or nothing. I always had ideas of stuff, and I wrote. I got tons of fucking lyrics written already. Yeah, I mean, I never laid down. In the last month that we've been in contact, I, I see that that you're creative as fuck. Like, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I have a lot of ideas and a lot, of, but you know, I was so like nine to five and 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 gym, nine to five gym, and I was didn't care about nothing else but that. But then when this shit happened and then put me stuck in me in place, it made me realize like, you know what, like. You need to get back into your creativeness. Yeah. And then that's kind of like what sparked up. Let's, you know, I want, I'm going to start the podcast back up. Yeah. You know? So, so for anybody who might be watching that's not familiar with the podcast, you know, what's what's the main focus on the podcast and how often does it come out? Uh, it comes out every Wednesday. And the focus is, man, I wish I could tell you there's a, there's an exact thing, but because it's like, it's pretty much just, you know, I tried, I try to put, how do I put it? All the stuff that's going on in the world... I basically try to put a uh, humor on top of it. Like, uh, let's talk about it in a way that you know that. Uh, basically, I give. I'll, it's like I, I keep. I keep the news in there and the things going on in the world and everything. Pretty much anything, cover anything, pop culture, any kind of shit. But do it in a way that's funny and do it in a way that's you know motherfuckers are laugh listening to it or whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't take too much shit serious. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> you know, so I, I enjoy doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's like I like I was telling Mister Never Die, man. Um, I like it because it doesn't seem forced. Mm. You know, when we first started the podcast, uh, I was trying to do the same thing before yeah. JVAS turned into this whole music entertainment crap. Before you it got was, rich, it, you know. Before I got rich yeah. and famous, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, it was, it was. I was hanging out with the, with the poor people and shit. Yeah. Nah, nah. So, uh, <laughs> and I was trying to force conversation with people. Yeah, and it was cool, but some of them didn't seem genuine. It was more of like. They didn't want to talk about a certain thing, but I did, and it was, I don't know. And that's one thing that, that I do like about y'all's podcast is, like, all of you guys just click. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it actually is funny. Like, it is. Well, we've all worked, we've all obviously worked on music as Hater Proof, and then also, too, uh, uh, whenever Eternal was go off and do his things, uh, you know, he would get us involved in his projects. And, you know, not only just that, but we just been friends for years. So yeah. it's just, you know, it's just. We're always like that, but it's just we're not recording it. Yeah. If we're hanging out, that's us. That's, you know, I'm a dumb fuck and, and I fuck with them and, you know what I'm saying? And we talk about pretty much everything and shit and, you know, it's it's the same thing, but just it's not getting recorded. So, you know, it's, you know, I have, it's just, it's it's not forced, man. Like, it just happened. Yeah. Because I didn't intentionally from the jump. I don't think I was like, I didn't even want to do it. It was Eternal was telling me, like, you should get back to doing the podcast again, like you used to do it. And I was like, eh. And then I, w- I, w- I gave him every fucking excuse to get out of it. I was like, yeah, but if y'all niggas don't get involved, and then I'm going to still have to show up. If I if I do it, I have to do it no matter what. Yeah. yeah like, y'all can be like, I ain't going to be there today. But I have to be there. So I was trying to, like, you know, fucking make up my shit so I could <laughs> own have to or don't want to or don't try. And then he they, he was just kind of adamant, like, come on, dog. You know, like, you need to start. Because you were thinking about starting a podcast, huh? We got, we got Mr. Never Dying behind the scenes back here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, kind of, but then I just threw it on the back burner. Yeah, more. yeah, because I remember you said something about Mr. Never Dice Crib or something like that. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, the crib makes a show, man. He's, he's the guy. 
Yeah. Mr. Never Dies Crib. Yeah, yeah. There you go, there you go. Talking about Mr. Never Dies Crib, man. Nah, um, nah, cause I remember Mr. Never Dies said he he saw me at um in Dallas, Fort Worth. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, shit, he, if he's out here, he's just got to be wanting to start a podcast. Because that's what it was. It was a podcast oh, class. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I think uh, Eternal told me that he went to that. Yeah, he, yeah. He, we talked about it one day, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So you, and maybe that's why he was there. You were there because you wanted to, yeah. or you just wanted to learn the inner, the in yeah, the I work. Was, I was thinking about starting a podcast. You wanted to take out Crimp's Cribs. Or <laughs> 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 yeah. No. I, I ain't got that charisma like Crim. Crim, Crim got that star quality for a podcast. Um, I mean, obviously you're the host of the, of the podcast, yeah. uh, and it stands out because, or, or maybe it's just the way you talk. It's like everything, every argument you have on there, you're over there with a fucking passion, like Bitcoin. They're trying to tell you Bitcoin ain't worth shit. Like, and you know, oh. fat motherfuckers like their girl's gonna leave them if Vin Diesel very, walks in. And, and <laughs> I'm very, I'm very strongly opinionated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm. You know, I'm me, like it or hate it or love it or whatever the fuck. I'm always who I am. Like yeah. I don't give a fuck. And and that that kind of adds that character to the podcast. Yeah. Cause like I said, you guys click, but you guys are more laid back with y'all's opinions. Like, <laughs> well, shit. I'm, I try I, to bait them. I guess you I try know, to get them into my crazy we, shit. We might be fat, but we can lose weight, and <laughs> our girl can still keep us. You know what I'm saying? And then you're like, nah, motherfucker, but she gonna leave you regardless. Like you have that character to it. You know what I mean? I just, you know what? I just like to, I just like to create scenario and scenario until these niggas start <laughs> get fucking thinking. <laughs> I just try to get it. I just try to get. Oh, it that's through. right. She didn't post on Facebook. <laughs> I just try to get every. I just try to do it. I just, I throw the reel out there and I just, I see what I get today. You know what I'm saying? So uh, let's let's get let's get back into this, man. We haven't, boy, these <laughs> these last two interviews, we have side topics like a motherfucker, don't we? Um, but yeah, so let's talk about. You know, we had Mister Never Die here on, on the podcast a week ago. You know, well earlier today, but by the time this releases, it was a week ago. And and he mentioned you guys are working on a or thinking about working on a project or working on a project. Does this mean Mister Black Star is gonna make a comeback? I think so. I, um. um I don't think I want to be like uh, in the videos, and I don't want to be on covers. I don't want my face and shit. But uh, I do want to create music and put it out there. Yeah. And people take it how they take it. You know. Yeah. Uh, jam it, do whatever you want to do with it. But uh, I got beats and stuff that I've been getting, and I got I've been writing some songs and stuff, and we've been coming up with some ideas and stuff, and I got I got some 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 things. I I was thinking about some titles earlier today too. Uh, so yeah, I mean. You know, this is a p- perfect time to do some work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, the, the creativity going. And, you know, it's like, fuck, dude. I mean, I, what do I got to lose at this point? Like, just put it out and yeah. whoever likes it, likes it. And if people don't like it, they don't like it. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, because, man, you know, we, and we talked about this. And like I said, I'm going to put the old interview out. I'm going to have to figure out a way to make it work. You can ask some questions still again from it. I mean, I, it's all I, good. I, I just want to emphasize how, how hard it has to be to stop making music after... Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I told you and I told C's when you guys were making music, it was like a fucking car show. Every music video you guys shot, the lo- the love, the laugh, the love you guys were getting from people, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, hey, the proof got a music video. You show up, it was like fucking hundreds <laughs> of people out there. Yeah, it was a lot of love. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. like a car show every time. People would show up on their slabs, and, yeah. and y'all would get them involved. And and you know, how hard was it to just give that up and like quit the rap game? Yeah. Man, um, it was really hard, man. But you know, it was just, it was a, 
You know what, man? I was taking a lot of losses that year. Uh, as far as uh, you know, not maybe not in my life, but like as far as in the rap game, like I was taking a lot of losses. I was already not very uh, close to anybody anymore. That was because see, even though I've done an album by myself, uh, every album that I've ever done or every mixtape I ever done, it's like it's like a certain when I'm when I'm saying like we're gonna start recording this album, we're gonna start we're gonna, let, let's let's get in the studio at this time. There's always a certain people that are in there. You know, Eternal will be there, Braze will be there, uh, Blade will be there, J Pen will be there. Uh, I'll have people in there, and we'll and I have like a, my fucking it's like my pot of gumbo, and I get I, we get creative and ideas going, and that's how these albums get created that y'all have ever heard of ours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we did it like that. You know, we 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 linked up and we didn't know what we were gonna do, and we just kind of cooked until we th- thought of some stuff. And I didn't have that anymore. I didn't have the, the 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 you know the creativity around me and all that, and then I was just like, uh. and then also too, I had it going in my mind at that time, like, eh, hey, you getting too old, you know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want to hear. Like I was already throwing them these these uh negativities in my head. No, nobody want to hear you at that age. Nobody want to listen to a nigga this age rapping, uh, like all this ne- negative shit, bro. And then and then I just kind of just stopped, and then I just you know just I didn't pay attention to it. Like I literally I didn't know until recently. Some of the new Latin rappers in the game right now because I didn't listen to music even. Yeah, I would listen to music but not rap music. And so I kind of quit rap, cold turkey, even listening. Even listening all them years. Yeah. What the hell were you listening to? You know, man, country music. You know what I'm saying? Oldies. You know, shit, man. I'm. You know, man. I wonder if this is Tejano, like the, Spanish. You know, fuck. I wonder if we all go through this because yeah, when, when I stopped doing music, I stopped listening to rap and yeah. I listen to fucking John Mayer and shit. Love John Mayer. Motherfucker jams. Yeah. But you know what? And that's the thing, dog. If you really love this shit, if you really love this shit, this bitch called rap music, nigga, y'all gonna break up every now and then. Yeah. Only a real nigga that loves rap music knows this feeling. Yeah. You, you, it's a break and it changes you for a while. And it's like, man, and you get bitter. And especially if you, <laughs> if you get lucky <laughs> to the point where that you could have, where you could have had a bit of fame and then kind of get to this point where you're feeling like you just don't want nothing to do with it. It's a real bitter. It's a real bitter. It's it's like it's one thing if you tried to rap and then you weren't doing shit anyway. So if you walk away, who gives a fuck? Yeah. But when you're got some things going, you know, you've had a run. You've had a good I probably had a five year, six year run that was great. You got a five, six year run. That's the think about it. That's a five, six year old baby. This motherfucker walking already. That was my fucking run. <laughs> and that was my like career that, in rap. Yeah. But that was my run as being a popular rapper. Right? Cause I rapped my whole life, 14 years old on, but I my popularity run was this one yeah and then and then you five six years seven maybe i don't know but you know still so let's say you you get to that and then you don't want to do it no more and then it, it really creates a bitterness you create a bitterness towards the music industry music rap you just you just kind of don't want to be that person no more you just kind of like whatever dog in the six year run mm-hmm. that you guys were doing your thing yeah uh you were you were hater proof Hate Proof Records, you just pulled out a chain the other day. Hate Proof Record yeah. chain on Instagram. Yeah, I dusted uh, it off and found that shit. <laughs> so in the, in this time period, do you feel like you guys got the respect you guys deserved as uh, Hispanic, Latin, or just artists, period? Mm-mm. No, I don't think so. Um, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people that still uh, show love to this day, or I even see like different, uh, you know, like different... Uh, how do I say it? Like different blogs and stuff that post up old school shit. And I seen that they posted a ball and smashing the other day. Yeah. Uh what was the what was G, what was the uh the, the site that posted the ball and smashing? Uh Hustle Town Network. Hustle Town Network posted it. And it had mad love. 
Like, Hashtag no free promos. <laughs> you could be like, beep, who was it? Beep. <laughs> nah, but it had a whole bunch of fucking, it had a whole bunch of shares and comments and love and it was like crazy and it was balling smashing and I was like, whoa, shit. That bitch jammed though. Yeah, that hoe was jamming. Focus Damn. on paper today in case tomorrow don't come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the realest <laughs> shit I ever said. So uh, um, what I'm trying to say is, is that like, I saw the love on there and I was just like, damn, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So it's out there, bro. But then at the same time, it's like, you know, uh, um, sometimes. And, and the reason why I don't think. Nah, so I won't say hater proof the label didn't don't get the love and respect it deserves. I think it does. But I think a lot of stupid people in the world don't understand that hater proof is the label. But there's a bunch of different members. That made hater proof. People think that one nigga speaks for everything. Nah, nigga. We all got to say so. So... If anybody got anything to say about that, you can ask me about my part of it because yeah. I was part of it too. It's not, it's always they assume. And this is why I said that. I saw a comment on there and it said, and then it said, this shit jamming. And then the dude, this shit was, this shit is a classic. And then I saw another dude and the other dude was like on some making, trying to throw stones. He's like, he was saying some shit along the lines of like, ha ha ha. Yeah, that shit used to be dope until them niggas turned Christian. Nothing against Christians. I don't mean this. But what I'm saying is, is that, and I and I commented on him. I said, "Say, nigga, one nigga don't speak for all of us, nigga." And he yeah. never said nothing to me again. But the point is, is that like people always think, you know, and C's is the is the, was the owner, and C's did start the label. I give him that, and so it's him. But you know, the point is, is that we were all members, and we all have our own. We all provide, you know, contributed yeah. to the hater proof blowing up. And that's what I'm trying to say is like I think the label gets love, but I think. The members don't. The only one they think speaks for everything. And that's yeah. my point. Nothing against these and nothing against idiots that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Just keeping it real. Like, I don't think that... I don't think that separately we get the love we deserve. Yeah. You know? But the label itself always gets love. And that's got to be enough for you. That's yeah, got to be enough for you. Because if you're out here trying to fucking find all the love you can get, nigga, you're going to be searching for the rest of your life, nigga. You know how they say it's like... It's like if, if, if you wanting love is water, nigga... You gonna be a thirsty motherfucker. <laughs> Feel me? Yeah. You better yeah. be all right when niggas not like you. Boy, pretty. You see, you see what I'm talking about when I say he's aggressive and, and emotional about his conversations. I believe everything I say. <laughs> and uh, everything I say, I believe it. So when, when you know me being, I think we're probably around the same age. I would think probably just a couple 38. years. Okay, never mind, yo. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah we, we're yeah, right the same. I, I'm about to be 33. Uh, so when I, I would kill 10 people to be 33. 30, right? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> nah, uh, when, when I was introduced to y'all's music, yeah. I remember when I first heard it, it, it was a completely different. Well, when I first, let me take it, take it all back so the conversation makes sense. When I first got introduced to hip hop, it was. Um, we talked about this uh, Delinquent Habits. Yeah, Delinquent, Delinquent Habits was the first shit I ever listened to, and I was like, "Fuck, this shit is dope." That was a dope ass beat too. Yeah. So then they had the mariachi yeah, song, the mariachi. and I, boy, I'm a fuck oh, is the jam. Man, I love that song. So from there, my I got introduced to Tupac and all that, but let's keep it into the uh, Hispanic culture. Right. Uh, the biggest impression to me was SPM. Right. Mm-hmm. So I listened to SPM, and I was like, "Oh, these motherfuckers jam at Dope House." Yeah. And then I get introduced to uh, Hate Proof. After go, SPM? After SPM. Wow, we did good and, on that one. And, <laughs> but, here's the, but here's the thing. I didn't like y'all's music. You know, I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Get the fuck out of here. Right. Fuck this guy. Fuck this shit. 
ahead. Go uh, ahead. But but here's what got me into y'all's music. Yeah. And I and and it wasn't it wasn't that I didn't. How do I say this? It wasn't that I didn't like the music. It was more I was so much so used to the way Dope House artist style was. Mm. When I got introduced to y'all's, it was different. It was just kind of like, eh. How so? How did you think it was different? Like, what did, what did you think we were doing different than Dope House was doing? Like, the kind of music. It was just a different feel to it. Like how? Like, what though? Like, kind of describe from, it. From the beats, the delivery. Every, every, I was so stuck on SPM music that... Even at the time, I wasn't a, I wasn't a big fan of Baby Bash and shit like that. Yeah. So it, it was more of me being a dick rider to SPM, basically, yeah, yeah. To, to plain and simple. That if it didn't sound like SPM, it was kind of like ah, these dudes ain't. And jam. it happened. And it happened a lot back then. Back then, yeah. it, it was like it was like dope house or nothing. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, we were out there at all the car shows. We were out there hustling the music. We were all the, and we ran across a bunch of people that were like, "I only listen to SPM." Like, and yeah, you know I was, what? And the thing is, you just kind of have to brush it off and keep going, bro. Because you know what I'm saying? That bag ain't getting lighter. Yeah, we gotta sell this shit. Because I was big into a uh, dope house and shut them down with like the people I jammed to all the time. But then it was like in 2007 mm-hmm. when Hugh Stone came out. Mm, yeah, Hugh Stone. and. To see how much you know, the crazy thing is, before you go further, before Houston even came out, we already sold twenty five thousand records independently underground through bags. Before Houston even came out, see, and and Houston was what put so, me on y'all's music. Yes, so everybody else might be like, "Oh, these niggas just came out with this." They don't realize we was fucking hitting these streets. And I am that other person time. when exactly, I was like, yeah. I'm like, "Hold on, like these motherfuckers do jam." Yeah, and then it's like, "Well, fuck, this is the same people that when I was in high school, I was kind of like." And eh, they, they are, but they, they're not as pure. That's the thing about timing. Yeah. That's the thing about timing. It's like, it's your time because it's like, you. I go from 14 years old up to, Houston probably dropped, I was probably like 20 years old, maybe. 20, no, maybe 23. So think about yeah. that. I'm rapping from 14 years old to 23 from nigga from making cassettes and selling them out of my bag to getting to the point where I'm making mixtapes, selling them out of the bag to, uh, we already worked on a few, uh, 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 Okay, and then we do this, the Hater Proof album. I already had did albums of my own. And then we do this one and this one song. And it's just, I've been working. But then this one song changes everything. What, I guess I'd say this whole big. Everything changed. This big thing to what made that song be that song that changed everything for y'all? No fucking clue. Uh, uh, because, because I remember. <laughs> no fucking clue. No fucking clue. And that's what I'm trying to say. You don't see it coming. Because I don't even think that song's dope. Yeah. But it changed my life. So, so, and this is what I mean is like we recorded the song. Obviously, it was the we did the spin off the. I'm from New York. From New York, yeah. So we did our own version of it. We did it, and we didn't think fucking shit of it at the time. I think C's was real cool with the Chopperholics, and he shot it over to them once he got it done. And they, I was just trying to show love. They played that hole on the night show, right when the Chopperholics would play. Yeah, they played that hole. That hoe got so much phone calls and shit that they played it again. And that hoe was getting mad love. Mad love. It was just, niggas just loved it. I don't know why. Maybe they were just proud of somebody, you know, saying, fuck, I'm from New York. It's from, we're from Houston, nigga. Yeah. And it was, and it just hit. And that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, you don't know. It's just, it just, something happens and it takes off. So it, ta- so it takes off from that. And it had a lot, to, the Chopaholics had a lot to do with it popping off. I, I Straight up. If it wasn't for them playing that hoe all the time when people were calling all that shit, then it wouldn't have did what it did. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, us, we just created it because we were just in the studio and we are just fucking around and it sounded like a cool idea. Let's do it. 
And then once we put it in their hands, they did what they did with it. And, you know, it was just the perfect storm for everything we were doing at that time, I guess. And it yeah. just, it took off. And like I said, you don't see it coming. You know, you, you, you don't see a hit coming because I don't think it was a hit. You know, I don't. I don't. And then whenever we shot the video and we seen how many people pulled up, this is before the fucking, this ain't, there's no Instagram, nigga. I can't put up a flyer and everybody come. So for that bitch to be as packed as it was that day. This was MySpace days. Fuck, yes. How in the fuck? Yeah. I don't know anybody there. But see, this goes back to what I said. Like, when you guys shot a video, it was like a damn car show happening. Even that. I don't know why people started like us like that. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Yeah. They just they just gave us how they say. They gave us esquina. Feel me? They had our back. Yeah. But I saw seen us doing what we're doing. They seen us trying to start a change. Honestly, if I had to be totally honestly, I think that the fact that we were that we were that the song was hidden, and I think that we were from the north at the time. The north side didn't have. I don't want to say that because they the north side always had a lot of popular Mexicans. But something about that, something about us, because we were posted up on Little York. Something about us was like that 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 like that like they needed it at that time in that in that area. I guess I don't know, bro, how to explain it. It, yeah. it was just. It did what it did, man, and I like, you know, we were on before you know it, we were interviewing at at the radio station and shit like that. They're playing us on the thing. Michael Watts playing us on the screw thing. I never had to this point. I never even was on a radio ever, my whole life, except for in Dallas on the is a Kanoin. Okay, they showed me love before, but this was different. You know, I'm on ninety seven nine. I'm on whatever it was one oh four point. What was it with the, the house out? party? The, the no, it was after house party. But, you know, whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. the station turned into. Uh, shit. Dog. Had never had never had that before till then. It was fucking different. Yeah. Yeah. The, the 25,000 prior. So then it became, I've been knowing about these niggas. And now, but, they, but right now they got, a, they got a heater. And then that forced us to start working harder and faster on the album that that was on. Yeah. So that we could release it with the song on it. Because we were already in the mix. We already had a few cuts. But that one made us speed up to get it out fast. Yeah. Which was still hater-proof. That was the album that was on. That was the still hater-proof album? Still hater-proof. Okay. Right. Um, man, so I was going to ask. The reason I brought this up, I was going to ask something. I completely forgot what the hell the question is now. Wow. But, but yeah, so to me, that, that was the song that got me introduced to y'all in a, in a fan level. Like after that. That's the song that got introduced to a lot of people. Yeah, because see, after that, I, I became a fan. Mm -hmm. um, and at first, it was kind of like how you said earlier about how people are now, you know, hater-proof, and they think of just hater-proof. They don't think of it's Crim, it's, exactly. it's Grouch, it's yeah. C's, uh, Blue, yeah. uh, X, X, Nava, yeah, Nava Eternal, uh, Eternal. Raze, yeah. See, and it's a lot of people. And, and again, like Wu-Tang Clan, Mexican Wu-Tang Clan. Cause it was a lot of y'all. I remember um, Roxy. Y'all had a show at Roxy. Yeah, that, had that was bitch. still hater proof uh, release. And that bitch was packed. No, two hundred percent hater proof release. Yeah, that's what it was. I don't know. Was yeah, was it? It was a release for two. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, I remember we were supposed to go to it. Yeah. Uh, we ended up not going to it, uh, which was cool. That's what we're talking about. How you know you're doing your virtual. Uh, concert is cool, you know. People can't make it. I motherfucker lives an hour away and yeah. shit. But but anyways, you should um, win. It was fucking badass. Oh, I saw the videos. We killed it. It was fun. yeah. It was a fun night. Yeah, that shit was dope, man. And and at that point, I'm more into 
appreciating the Hispanic artists, right? right? At that point in my life. And it's like, okay, the fact that these guys are getting all this love, like it shows that. A lot of people don't know that they ran up that at the same, at the 200%, this is just a story that happened that night. A lot of people don't know that, that people that represented rap a lot were there and they came and they were trying to talk season to we should sign rap a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like around this time that there, there was conversations, but we never wanted to sign with nobody. What's so that? We just we I don't know. We just were against it, you know. Well, you no, wish C you would have signed with Rebel Lot. He was very independent. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't. But it, it was just it, it, we had such a buzz going at the time that the conversation came up, and it came a lot up, of people yeah. don't know about it. A lot of people don't know about. I hope uh, the audio comes out good on this shit. Huh? I hope so the audio. First time I ever said it. That's what I'm saying. I hope my audio ever comes out good. Life. I didn't even never told none of these niggas. Yeah. But yeah. And we just didn't do it. We didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. Seize was always uh, independent minded. And you know what I'm saying? So we weren't going to do it. Seize was, whatever Seize wanted to do, I was with it. Always. Yeah. We ride, we ride until the wheels fall off. Whatever you want. If you want to do it. And then plus, we didn't want to do it anyways. We don't want to get caught up in all that. You know what I'm saying? And I mean that in a respectful way, Jay Prince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go, uh, change the subject. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> Nothing but respect. <laughs> moving on. So so let's let's fast forward to now. So you're yeah. talking about this project. You you're working on a project with Mr. Never Die. Mm -hmm. And you know, this is where the conversation has if you were planning to get back on it. Yeah. Uh Besides that project, you think you're going to keep doing music by yourself? Even if it's just for shits and giggles? Because, nah. like you say, you, you don't want your face on it and whatnot, but do you think... I won't. By myself, I wouldn't do it. Only with, you know, with amongst the group. Yeah. You know? Why's that? I don't know. I'm just, I've, I, I'm been, I've always been more of a group rapper. Like, I always rapped with the group. I've, yeah. You know, all my... That's why it was like a lot of the mixtapes weren't uh, about me. They were just a name. Coronas and Kush is just a name. It's not Krim... Coronas and Kush, it's Coronas and Kush. So it's like, there is no, it, you don't know who's going to be on it. It's just a yeah. bunch of people. And, it's, and that's how I've always worked. Like, I always worked like, uh, we create songs, we, we start filling in, and then we just start, Eternal go, can go on this one. Uh, we can get J-Pen on this one. We can get Braze on this one. We can Before you know it, it's just kind of like, it's like, you know, it's like I put together compilations yeah. all the time. And that's just the way I work. I've always worked that way. I don't know. I got used to it from the days, from the, Living Proof is the only album I did by myself. And uh, everybody hates Krim, the mixtape. Everybody hates Krim. Everybody yeah. hates Krim. I remember that. I'm like, I remember that. Yeah. Um, before we close this out, yeah, are you gonna be performing at uh, at the G Dash for Mr. Never Die? Nah, I'm not gonna perform. Why not, man? Nah, nah I don't. I'm not gonna perform. What are you trying to say? His birthday's not important. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. I just don't perform anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows, man? I don't know. Look, you that'll know be what? dope, man. I never say never. Like, and I, uh, no, I'm not performing at that. I'm saying never say never about anything because I don't know. Yeah. How about if I'm just let's create this little compilation, just have fun and put it out there. And how about one of them does like the Houston? You got a bullet. You yeah. never know. There's a bullet. There's always a bullet hiding. You don't know. Yeah. You might got a body of work right now. You're sitting on it. You never put out. And, and one of them songs on there would change your whole fucking life. And you don't even know. Don't even know it. You never know. And that's what I'm saying. If 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 anything in my whole life, dog, the only it's like if anything in my whole entire life, the best thing that I has ever happened in my life, ever. And there's no money that can pay for it. There's you can't buy it again. You can't uh, ask somebody for it. You can't nothing like that, right? Is that feeling when you got a hit on your hands? There's nothing like it because you can't control it. It does what it does. And then and then and then. And then that's not even the biggest song. That's just the song that took us. 
Yeah. You know, I I like I think Ink My Whole Body is the biggest. Ink My Whole Body was dope. Right? But that one too, it had a it had a it had a bullet on it. And that's what I'm saying. Like you you, you never know the ones that are gonna do it. And and but then the feeling of when you do got one, that feeling is like for any rapper out there listening or anybody in the world that watches anything of this, like appreciate your firsts. Cause you only get one first. Yeah. Of that feeling. And some never will. There's niggas out here, you're gonna interview a ton of them that are never gonna have one. Yeah. You know, never. And and to top it off, maybe never have one anyway, because it's a different time. It's not the same time. These dudes, they're like, man, I'm I'm popping because that song that I have has uh four hundred thousand plays on whatever the fuck they got it on. And haven't sold a single CD or never any- sold a single CD. Yeah. Never never had to Man, I had to go up to people that could that could, you know what I'm saying, beat the fuck out of me, bro, and be like, "Yo, what's up, bro? Just check me out." I had to like, I had to. If you were out there in the streets with us hustling, you had to build a no fear of getting turned down thing. Yeah. Because if you're gonna take it personal every time somebody says they don't fuck with you, you ain't gonna last. You had to have that mentality. These kids don't have that. You go, I put a comment right there and be like, "Man, I don't even like this shit." And guess what? I ruined this nigga's life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I'm never gonna make it. Fuck! Fuck that nigga. He don't even know me. We need to find out who he is. We, 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 we. get all worked the fuck up, nigga. You know how many no's I got in my fucking face, and y'all motherfuckers can't handle a goddamn comment. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You in the wrong <laughs> business if you care about everybody what they think. Everybody's about opinion. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, dude, I got turned down a zillion times, but you know what? That didn't stop, man. Like I said, the bag don't get lighter. There's CDs in this thing, and and. And you know, and back then we would take, we would take, if I like, for instance, if I had to go to San Antonio and and I needed to sell these CDs and shit, all I had was product, bro. I promise you, I've gone to San Antonio with, I had twenty dollars in my pocket, and all I could do with that twenty is fill up the tank, and I have nothing else but product. So when I get there, if I don't sell nothing, I ain't gonna eat, I ain't gonna have nowhere to stay, I ain't gonna have nowhere to wash my ass to get up in the morning, nigga. I ain't, I don't got shit, cause basically, if I don't sell what's in this bag, I ain't eating. Yeah. Imagine that kind of determination. Yeah. Niggas don't got that. The confidence of, that. of knowing that is, is you, you're going to come back with money too, yeah. I didn't know, but yeah. I didn't give a fuck. I believed in it so much, and I and we thought so much of it that it was like, you know, fucking grab three days of clothes, bag of CDs, boom, I'm out. And we'll see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, I always met people. I got cool with people. I've created relationships all over Texas. I fucking, you know, shit, met a whole bunch of females that were cool and shit like that. I said, hey, appreciate the love. You know what Quote I'm saying? Unquote, cool. And just, you know what I'm saying? Like, dog, I, I made the most of the road. Yeah. And 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 then before you know it, like I said, nobody nobody has that kind of determination anymore, bro. I, think niggas, I see niggas always talking about how they how like they're like they're doing all this music and it's always like they're grinding, they're grinding, they're grinding. What are you doing? All you're doing is recording yourself on the fucking phone and you're fucking, you know what I mean? Like recording on SoundCloud. Yeah, and it's like this niggas but he's grinding. Like that's what I'm trying to say. It's like they're never gonna know what we were doing. Yeah. The way we were doing it. We were in the trenches. Man, my competition was fucking Salty Waters. My competition was fucking uh, Low G. My competition was Stunner. My competition was fucking Cassette Coast. My com- you know, like some of the best GT Garza, some of the best rappers that ever fucking came out of Houston that are Latin, bro. Yeah. Dope House all together, all the people that were left, that, that was who we were out there hustling. They were they had bags just like I had bags. Come on, man. You're going to buy yeah. a Dope House CD before you buy one from some nigga named Criminal. <laughs> but I, yeah. it didn't I'm stop like, yeah. me. I'm just keeping it real. Nah, it yeah. didn't stop me. I still, until the bag was empty. But like you said, people don't have that kind of no. uh, hunger or 
no. believe in them, in themselves and what Not they're doing. All. They're too nah. sensitive now. They could never handle the fucking shit that I got told. Nah, yeah. Ever. In their life. Ever in their life. So if I have a bit of anything left from the days I was rapping, I earned every bit of it, bro, because I got spit in my face a million times. Feel me? So every little bit that I do got, I earned it. Because, nigga, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I say, we paved the way. Yeah. Nigga, we were out there making it, putting Hispanic rap in your face, nigga. Because they didn't have us on BET. They didn't have us on MTV. They didn't have us on VH1. They weren't playing us on your local station. They weren't. This is how you got it. Out yeah. of a bag. A nigga like me came And if you, you came to Houston, it's like every fucking car you pulled up next to had hate approved videos playing in now the you back. think they got there, nigga? They didn't go... <laughs> They didn't fucking order that bitch off of Amer- uh, Amazon or whatever the fuck y'all do now. <laughs> Nigga, you know what I'm saying? They had Somebody had to go up to them and sell it to them. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to say. Nobody's never going to ever have to experience working so hard to get it. And I'm not saying, that's not a knock. I get it. Times change. Yeah. But all I'm saying is, is that like, like, that's why you should never, ever spit on the past. Because you don't know what we went through, man. And, and man. They said we're going to keep it short, but here's another good, here's another question. There's never keeping it short with me. Here's another question I want to follow up with. Uh, okay, so you guys did pave the way. Do you feel these new artists? We paved the way after. I won't never say paved the way. The, oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah, kept yeah. going. When they got tired and they were whatever, and we kind of, okay, we'll, we'll go from here. But we didn't pave the way because I, I can never say that. Most haters started this shit. Grim. Filero, all them, then, you know, then, and then and they never stop. So I don't want to make it sound like a disrespect, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. then there's new people come through and they, Chingo came eventually. Yeah, like the wave always exactly. changes. We yeah, kept yeah. the wave going as we contributed to the wave of the Latin hip hop. But see, the way you're, you're um, giving props or, or homage to, you know, the people that did come before you, yeah, like I you just said, not. you know, um, could never not. Most hated in them. I went to their concerts and got their fucking autographs after they performed, nigga. I but, grew up with most hated poster on my wall. But Wanted these, to be most hated. These new guys aren't doing the same. And that's why I tell you that the, that the, that the rap game, the Latin rap game is in jeopardy because the people that are trying to take it from here and go don't give a fuck about what happened here. Yeah. Black people don't do that. Black people, LL Cool J's the GOAT, uh, fucking Run DMC, fucking... The, the new the new Latin niggas that are running the game now, South Park Mexican never existed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? You wrong. Because if it wasn't for South Park Mexican and all that, everything that they were doing back then, uh, you know, who knows, bro? And he opened up some big doors and, and opened up some big business for us out here. You know? Like, we... You know how many people he probably sparked? I could do this too. Yeah. Too many. Too many. Too many. To not, to, to, to not matter, way too many. By the way, his kids go hard. I heard them. I, I heard their music. What's her name? The daughter? Uh, Carly? Carly. Rex. She's fucking dope. Like, I won't be surprised if they rebuild the whole entire thing. I, hey, and blow I the think, fuck up. I think and if when SPM he comes, home, comes out about it. in the next two, three years. He don't even got to rap. He just needs to push the label and push yeah. her. Regardless of rap. how you feel of SPM, when he comes out, yeah, like you said, it's a rap. So you be you listening and watching right now. If you're trying to rap, you you got three years to make it happen. <laughs> Is that really three years? He's got about three three years left. Wow. 20, 2024, right? It's supposed to come out. Wow. And, Crazy. I, and if I y'all thinking 2020 is being rough on y'all, I hope to be allowed to see this. You know, <laughs> I used to go, you know, it, it was crazy because when I first when I first started getting into uh, Latin hip hop and I was really a big fan already. I started I would go to all the shows like I would go 
and uh, Lifestyle performed, and then after the concert, I, I was one of the cats. Just like whenever you would see us with the hater proof, we had yeah. the booth and people in line to get the posters and sign and to get our autographs and pictures and all that. Yeah. I would do the same thing with Lifestyle. Most hated. Uh, South Park Mexican. South Park Mexican signed some shit for me and I had it on my wall and shit. I was just a fan. I wouldn't even... I was then. I was there and then I was... It was the same thing. I remember one time, side story, quick side story before we wrap this up. I remember one time when I was doing music towards 2008, 2009... I had a little booth set up next to this other booth, a whole bunch of jerks next to me. Yeah. And I had like six people in my booth. I was like, oh shit, I'm killing it right now. And then yeah. I look over and these jerks next to me, fucking hate approve, got like 200 motherfuckers just waiting on y'all. Say that and shit I, again. Gotta and I'm like, niggas know how we had it, dog. Like niggas don't and was, know. And I was like, fuck, man, I think I'm doing something over here with six people buying people my think, shit. People think I'm just some crazy old nigga, bro, but they don't realize, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I've had my day in the sun. Yeah. You feel yeah. Me? It, it, it was, it was, as a fan, it was cool as shit. As an artist, it was kind of intimidating in a way because it was like, "Fuck, all these motherfuckers just want to go straight I to their booth." I used to feel that way about that way. Is yeah. that way you just described us? Yeah. I used to feel the exact same way about Lucky, because I would be there all day from as soon as the car show opened, twelve o'clock when they start letting niggas in, and I and I had a good crowd the whole time too, and I'm hustling every single person that passed by that booth. What's up, man? I'm talking to every nigga. I'm fucking from two o'clock. I mean, from twelve o'clock all the way to around three or four o'clock, right? Killing it. I thought we did, we're doing we are doing great. But this nigga, he don't show up till four for only for 30 minutes. And then you would have fucking thought motherfucking Jeezy was there next to me or something crazy like that. Because that nigga don't, hey, they love Lucky, bro. They, man, they, they love Lucky. And and I'm telling you, and I would be like, like, we made a lot of money slowly but surely. But Lucky pulled up and did it in 30 minutes. In 30 minutes. <laughs> like, and I always thought about that. I said... And it made me mad. Hey, you don't work as hard as me. He just shows up for 30 minutes. I've been here, nigga. I put the booth up. I'm I, over here playing my and music show, and shit. Lucky show, up like a, lucky show up like a star with his entourage, get behind a little thing, and then they make all this money, and he leaves. And, but, and you know, and I would, and I'm not in an ugly, hateful way, but I'd be like, yeah, this yeah, nigga, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But then I'd always make, and then, but I always stopped, and I thought, and I said, but you got to work, and you got to get as good as lucky. Yeah, that, that that's. You know what I'm saying? And again, that's the mentality that I feel like we had. Yeah. Because it was never like, oh, fuck, fuck, hate approved. Like, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. I'm better. It was more like, how do I, how do I become that? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. how do I get to that level? It was a respect. I don't have yeah. to get lucky. And, and, and now it's like, people aren't like that. No. People just want everything given to them. The thing is, is that, is that now everybody's for self. And in my era, it was teams. Yeah. Because people don't, don't know, but hate approved records, there's the rappers, right? Vago, Krim, uh, uh, Braze, Seas, Eternal, uh, Nava, like the people that we had in our clique, you know, Vago, I don't want to forget anybody. Uh, but they don't understand how much people we had on the behind the scenes that didn't rap that helped push all this. Yeah. Crouch, we had people, you know, we had other, there's Steve, there's a lot of people, I can't even name them all, but they all helped. Hold on, Grouch didn't rap? No, Grouch what? was just. That motherfucker charged me for a feature one time. <laughs> Fuck you, Grouch. Hey, no, <laughs> Grouch, Grouch is a hustler. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, Grouch is a hus- I probably wrote that verse. <laughs> you would tell me, hey, this cool. nigga want to buy a verse. You know what I'm saying? Can you write it? I got you. I'll write him a verse. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I got got. <laughs> so so the point is, dog, is that is that you know like like there was big teams. There was a big team efforts behind all these big movements, even yeah. dope house. Dope House, like I said, Lucky showed up for his 30 minutes, but before that, yeah, there was people there putting all that up and making it look pretty, and, that, you know, it takes, it, it I mean, took team effort. To to put a picture of how packed y'all shit was, uh, 
three car shows straight. It was the Lowrider car show, then it was the Dub car show, oh, yeah, to, and then it was the dubs. Magnificos car show. Yeah, Magnificos is always good. I went to all these car shows trying yeah. to talk to C's to shoot one of my videos. Yeah, you couldn't get in there. Fuck no. No way. No and way you're getting near us. Nope. No way. And just then, to put a pay, and I would wait, wait. I'm so happy you remember that. And this is why it's important to talk about it because people think they don't, they think they know. And it was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'll just, I'll just somebody holler at them later. Like, somebody would be like, who is this Krim? And they'll look on my fucking Instagram and they'll, and they'll be like, it'll be like 500 followers or some shit. And then just assume a nigga ain't shit. Yeah. Because what, why? I'm supposed to have 20,000 to be somebody? Fuck you, nigga. Well, people you know worry too, too much about numbers nowadays. Yeah. That's, that's it's the like, and that's what I'm trying to say is like, it's, it's not the same game, bro. And that's why they could never handle what we had to do. And again, for the fifth time, to wrap this up, <laughs> it, the difference is you guys actu had actual followers that yes. would actually buy your product. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, these people think they're somebody because the they got thousands of followers, mm -hmm. but the reason they're being followers is because of fucking hashtag they use. Yeah. Hashtag. Or, or it's nothing to push. Look, I'll do it right now in front of you. I'll find somebody right now and just add them real quick. You know what I'm saying? Look, here it goes right here. Look, this is how easy you can become a follower, guys. Here it goes. Oh, uh, look, there's this guy right here. Oh, he's dope. Oh, I got a new follower. follower. Oh, look Done. at that. Some guy named Krim. Krim, <laughs> follow me. Done. No. I don't even know who I put. I just put a random person. But the point is, is that that's how, that's easy, how easy it is. That's how easy it is, yeah. Well, in my day, they, that really, don't mean they're they a fan. really went out of the way and went and bought it. That yeah. was a follower. Yeah. Show up to your booth. I want one of y'all's shirts. I go want to y'all to sign it. I would go to y'all's website, order the CD, the DVD from there. There you go. That's yeah. a follower in my day. Physical followers. And then now it's like, you know, people saying, because I know, because I don't have, I don't give a fuck about all that shit. So I don't hey, have a lot, but you know, it is what it is. I don't care. When we first started the Instagram page for the show, yeah. I was big on hashtags. But yeah. then I got into what you just said, like, but these motherfuckers aren't even following me for the show. So why am I using this fucking hashtags to get followers if at the end of the day, they're not even fucking watching or li listening at the time because we were just doing audio. We weren't doing video. Yeah. And I, I, I finally got away from it, like, what, last year? Well, in three years so like six months into it I was like fuck that and then my girl's like why are you not using the hashtags I'm like for what these motherfuckers don't care if I put Latin hip hop they follow me because they think I'm gonna interview fucking King Lil G or Snow the product and yeah. if I don't interview them they're not gonna listen yeah. so I'd rather have you know what I have like 900 people that actually listen to the show than 6,000 followers and they don't even know who the fuck I am they just like yeah. my picture because I used the hashtag Land rap or whatever the fuck yeah you know what I'm saying so, so yeah um, we do have some plans. Yeah. If you're watching this and you like the whole idea of the land rap shit, we do have some plans coming. We're gonna work on some shit. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, Crim's Crib every Wednesday. Crim's Crib every Wednesday. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple. It's on Google. Uh, you we now put up the episodes on the YouTube. So it's like it's it's you can find it anywhere. All you search is Crim's Crib. K R I M S Crib. But it's spelled wrong. K R I B because I'm street. So. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's spelled wrong. Upcoming project with Mr. Never Die. You guys got a title for it? It's not going to be a title. It's not just a project me and me and Mr. Never Die, but it, it's 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 everyone. You'll see, uh, it, Hopefully, I get Vago on there. Hopefully, I get Braze on there. X wants to get on it. There, It'll be everyone you... All the usual suspects that you've ever seen rapping on shit with me will be on there. And it ain't mine. It's ours. Like, it's just our project. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool, cool. So, once again, make sure you follow... Crim's Crib on Instagram. Yeah, follow me, man. I don't have a lot of fucking Instagram at, people, man. You know what I'm saying? At Crim's Crib. Um, I don't know why. I'm cool. Uh, <laughs> I, don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why I only have that many. Not only you can listen to the podcast on all streaming <laughs> services, you can tune in to 
quarantine conversations which happen do you have a set date or these are just random days when you i used to do them every wednesday lately i've been doing them every thursday every thursday yeah and it's hard man it's hard because you want to because you 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 have to hunt down the person to talk to these people don't come to me yeah they're not you know what i'm saying i i have to hit them up and be like what's up you know i'm interested in talking to you or or hey what's up uh you know however i gotta i have to go and talk to them i have to I have to talk still them. pushing CDs basically. I have to talk them into wanting to talk about themselves. You hear that? Can I say when you say, say it? Out one loud, more, it say one more stupid. time. Say one more time. I have to convince them to talk about themselves. That's what. <laughs> hey, yeah. It's not even about me. Criminology, the black star, <laughs> Mister Hate approved records in the house. Yeah, man. Shouts out. Shouts out to everybody we talked about on here, man. It's all love. Hey, and if I brought up anybody in this whole thing, man, you know what I'm saying? It was just a part of the story. I don't I don't give a fuck. I ain't got nothing against nobody, man. So hashtag no free promos and hashtag no no <laughs> beefs. No, I don't I don't I don't uh I don't dislike anyone, but I don't talk to everyone. That's all I'll say. Sure, for sure. Once again, make sure you follow him on all streaming services yes, to listen man. to Crim's Crib. Follow him on Instagram. The links will be on the description. HPR. That's the Instagram. PR. I'm over here talking about Crim's Crib. But you do have a Crim's Crib page. Yeah, there's a Crim's Crib uh, Instagram. But mine, personal one, is Crim HPR. PR. Those links will be on the description of the podcast. And once again, Crim, appreciate you, man. Hey, man. Been needing to come up here, and here we go. It's been a while. It's been a while we talked about it. Yes, sir. I man. Appreciate you. All right, man. Appreciate it. Surrounded by fucking cops Tuck the rocks inside my socks In case they hate and we get popped It's everyday thing where I was bred Pockets hungry, they get fed Hood hot, so I fled Then hooked your neighborhood instead Making money's on my agenda Rid this game of punk pretenders R.I.P. the instrumentals Player hating, don't affect us Southwest side to be exact Where we keep hoes up on the track Got the cheese, attract the rats They contact fans, they act, get clapped Job done for a few G's flat Down here, Mexicans, they strapped When I'm drunk, I don't know how to act Thank you, ma'am, I'll take all of that Real talk, real walk, I'm like snitches with the chop Glock's cock, non-stop, hanging outside that drop top Seven one tray, all day, let's roll it up and get blazed Same fools that used to hate is the same niggas that's thunder made That's how it is in my part, Black stars all in your face Getting hood, love blowing hood, but always on that paper chase The voice of the underground.